Hello, I'm Angela. And I'm Marie, the second half of this mother and daughter team. Welcome to Chalker Checkups. We're here to guide you on your quest for spiritual knowledge and enlightenment. Hey, y'all. Thanks for coming back, listening to us again in another episode of Chalker Checkups. We're happy to be back and we're happy to have you listening to us. And I'm certainly happy to be back home. I was in Honduras for five weeks doing, I think anytime I leave, you know, my area and go to another, I always gain a little bit of perspective. And one of the things that really was quite tragic and sad is when I was diving on the reef there was that it seemed to me that, and I'm not a marine biologist, but the reef is like actively, actively dying and growing algae on it and, and the coral bleaching. And one of the north sides of the island was completely littered in microplastics. So anytime you see these things in front of your eyes, it's harder to deny it than when it is just posted on social media or or hearing it of something saying so when i saw the pictures i was stunned because i have been a scuba diver and i've been on many reefs and my first thought was where are all the fish yeah there were no fish on the reef and then when i really focused on the reef i realized that that reef is mostly dead yeah so in an area that when I started diving, when I was 18 years old, and I would look, there'd be hundreds and hundreds of fish. There was like one or two little fish in a frame and all of this dead coral. It was shocking for me to see that. Yeah, and I mean, I think there's lots of of things going on right now. The world is a very messed up place. Like we have this big conflict that doesn't seem to have an end between you know Israel and the Palestine and I've seen posts and things about that getting up to over 70,000 deaths now I mean that's basically turning into a mass genocide that's happening right before our eyes in the U.S. there's school shootings seems like almost daily now I don't know post office whatever it's staggering to think that that's happening every day I know a lot of people have reached out to us and said, you know, I'm so depressed. I don't know what to do. Like, what can we do about these situations that we care about? And just everything feels so big or overwhelming or how can one person make a change? And there is something you can do. It's something that you can do that's going to help you, but actually it's going to help everybody. The idea is that we have to get enough people on the planet to start to realize that there is something they can do and it's not that difficult to do. One of the things that is important is for people to begin to realize that when there is something really bad and negative happening and we're frustrated or we have anxiety about it, that in our minds, we actually add energy to the negativity of it Mm. by thinking about it in a very negative way. Like the person or people that would make those decisions, we tend to think about them as really dark, black, bad, evil people. Or the flip side, we believe in our leaders that they're doing the right thing some of us right like there's a lot of people following some of these you know fight for a cause situations and both sides believe that they're correct well historically i have yet to see how murdering somebody in a church or bombing a neighborhood of women and children have brought peace or prosperity to the planet yeah it definitely hasn't if it's worked, you know, I, I missed that one. So I think that one of the things I know we can do, and it sounds counterintuitive, is to actually start to send 
love and light to the person that you might have perceived as the enemy. Send love and light and blessings to the person that you think has the power to make the decisions to kill these people. Mm -hmm. Focus on both political sides of any one of these kind of conflicts and start to generate like a loving cloud around them of pure light that is purifying and clarifying. Mm -hmm. We don't know if the person that would make the decision about pressing the button or dropping the bombs on these other people, if that person or that group of people that makes those decisions is having doubts and that they might be in the place where a little bit of light, a little bit of actual generated spiritual light can make them have more doubts or someone might suddenly say, wait, I've had enough. Yeah, I've had enough. There's another way. Yeah. You know, there's another way. I don't know. Maybe if we don't drop bombs, maybe we drop food baskets and bottles of fresh water instead. <laughs> you know, something. You just don't know how much energy it's going to take to turn that one person around. It might be a while, um, but it might be just take a little bit mm -hmm. and it can change it. So if we're sitting at home and we're like really depressed and we have anxiety about that. And I have had so many people since this conflict started saying, I have anxiety. Mm -hmm. I'm having real problems with anxiety. Yeah. Does this, I mean, even if we don't know about it happening, I don't know how you wouldn't, but let's say, I mean, there's, been lots of different deaths and conflict all around the world and a lot of it we probably don't know about because it's not as publicized as this particular thing going on right now but let's say you don't know about it does that unconsciously affect you and your energetics anyways yes it does because when there's a, a big group of people killed even when they're killed in like a, a volcano or a bad earthquake Mm -hmm. You still have the vibration of the terror, the fear, the instant as these people are dying, this shouldn't be happening. This is not what I wanted to happen. I'm terrified. All of those things, you, that whole thought form is there. It's generated. Yeah. Do you think that's kind of like a ripple effect energetically, like a, a pebble going into a pond? or something and then ripples from where that event happened? Well, yes, it, I think, well, I know in my heart, I know that when you have a, what happens in your chakras, you send it out. Uh -huh. It kind of goes to the, whatever the barrier at the end of our universe is and bounces right back. Okay. So it's going to kind of go through everybody. It's going to, for at least a short time, or sometimes in a prolonged event, you're, you're going to be constantly getting this thought form and feeling it, even if you're not consciously universe and permeating things. We're closer to it here on earth. We're closer, if you're closer to it uh, physically, you'll probably even get it stronger, but it goes through everybody. Mm -hmm. There've been times in my life where I felt like, real anxiety, which is rare for me. And I hadn't turned on the radio for a day or two and then I turn on a radio and they're talking about something that had happened. If you're turning on a radio, that must've been quite a while ago. It was a while ago. <laughs> People still have radios. <laughs> it's not like they don't exist. I actually remember when the, there were, only a few television programs on and there were no computers. Yeah. The radio was a big thing. <laughs> no, I understand. When Kennedy was shot, mm -hmm. he heard it over the radio. Yeah. It wasn't on Twitter. Well, Twitter doesn't exist anymore. Oh, I don't know yeah. if you heard that. 
It's hopeless. <laughs> I can never keep up with this. Anyway, but what is consistent is our ability to produce thought and to produce thought forms. And if we start to send love and light and produce in our mind, everyone can do it within their own, within their own faith and within their own comfort. The thing that they feel like would make a difference on a thought form basis with what is going on on the planet. So, I mean, for me, I would say, okay, I'm going to generate light. I want to see our world leaders completely enveloped in white light, have them be very aware of everything they're doing and wanting, visualize them wanting to do the thing that is the most humane and the most spiritually enlightened choice for everybody involved in the decisions that they make. Right. So energetic work on someone that doesn't have your permission, is this something that we're like doing to these people without their permission? No, we're not going into their energy. We're just seeing them surrounded with consciousness. I mean, right now they're surrounded, many of them with darkness Uh and we need to make that lighter. How is that different than like doing energy work on them? Well, I'm not, I'm putting a thought form around an Mm -hmm. area. It's not the same as saying, okay, I'm going to make Trump wake up in the morning and think about free electricity or something of that nature, or make somebody that some guerrilla or rebel leader in a country that's killing the other side. I'm going to make him now think uh, about not killing. That would be like pressing your thoughts in, in his thoughts and kind of going to war with his thought forms, which you don't want to do. What you want to do is create like a cloud of consciousness and truth and see our leaders in that, see them surrounded by light. Mm-hmm. see them as in an enlightened bubble. So you're literally, and I think Trump is a good example to use here, but we literally want to visualize someone like Trump as our quote unquote leader and then see them surrounded by light. Yes. See them surrounded by so light. So we're not, are we sending loving energy to <laughs> this well, this person, it's better. I mean, maybe this is someone that makes your blood boil. Right. Or, and, and you just think, I hate that person. And if they got shot or the bomb fall, fell on them, it would be better. Right. But those, I are, think those are really easy thoughts to have with a lot of these world leaders. Well, right. When you're talking about, we don't want to influence them, but we are influencing them when we're doing that. Okay. If we're, if, if you think of like, Think of the world leader that is sitting there trying to decide whether or not to continue this war or stop this war, whatever conflict they're in. And maybe there's eight or 10 million people out there that are thinking he is the biggest ass ever. He's a dark person. He should die. No, all of that. Right. Then what we're doing is we literally are surrounding them with more darkness. Darkness feeds on darkness. More darkness would generate more fear in them. And then those people would think, I really better do something. I better bomb the other side before they get me. I have this horrible feeling all the time. So we're really talking about just trying to change everyone's internal dialogue to something more positive. Well, not exactly. It's more like they're in a dark building and they're generating whatever thoughts they're generating. And we don't really have a control of that. I'm thinking of like us listening at home, wanting to do something. We're trying to change our own dialogue. Yes. We're trying to change our own dialogue. Cause sending out those thoughts or getting angry or frustrated only adds 
to the energetic problem. Right. You're joining, you're joining the negative side. Right. It's, it comes down to a choice. What side do I want to land on? Do I want to land on, you know, kill the assholes on the other side? Uh Or do I want to land on enough already? We are going to produce enough light that people will suddenly realize that this is not the way. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I think, I think sometimes, I mean, this for me sounds maybe a little like, like a woo woo situation, like something that we can't say is going to make a difference. You know, me, I'm going to meditate in my home and sunlight and hope something changes. And then when it doesn't happen, you get upset and you're like, I knew it was bullshit anyways. So I think on a smaller scale, because we talked about this a little bit on how to get rid of your ex, and it sounds like the same idea. You're fighting with someone nonstop. And like you were saying, I think someone was yelling at you and you started sending them or surrounding them in light and then they visually got less angry or something, right? Well, right. I talk about different people in my lifetime and there's been more than one that I'm in conflict with. And some of them I admit at the time I got to the place I was hating them. Right. And then I just switched to not hating them and instead like wishing them well, like I wish them well. I hope they have a great day. I hope they have light all around them. I hope there's joy in their heart and it changed the way they behaved. Mm-hmm. I didn't talk to them directly. I did this all just with thought forms. I'm just going to project that. I think it only would take about 10% of the people on the planet to wake up and say, I'm going to see my leaders in light. Mm-hmm surrounded by white light, making great decisions for the benefit of all people on the planet. I'm going to have my leaders make decisions about industry that stop global warming and save the reefs Mm -hmm. and just start to see that. And that's my reality. That's the world I want to live in is a world where this stuff doesn't happen. I know it sounds so daunting and so impossible that, but here I am sitting in Mexico where handguns are illegal and nobody can have a gun. Now there might be some guns out there, but I guarantee you there's a lot less than there is in the U S Yeah, where people have rooms full of guns. Well, I just read something pretty interesting that was like the United States has more laws and like legislation than any other country and they keep creating new laws and legislations every day and i don't think any of it's working so i don't know why we're spending so much time you know saying what we can or cannot do all of the other countries seem to figure it out with less laws out there with better programs to reinforce it yeah, like you can't have a handgun. Yes. Yeah. So, you know, the chances of getting shot in church just went way down. Yeah. <laughs> so it's not that hard. It's not impossible to make those changes. Yeah. Just more legislation doesn't help. Most people don't have a clue what's legal or not legal. Yeah. So how does that work? Because I mean, we're we're talking about a lot of these like high conflict conversations, like you know, your ability to own a handgun. There's 50-50 people in the U.S. pretty much, and both sides have their different point of views. So when we're talking about this on an energetic scale of like, I hope that they, the leaders choose the right thing for the good of good of all. I think, I bet in the back of their mind, if you're for guns, I hope they choose that we can still have handguns i hope they get rid of them so that they're not in their school systems or something like how does that help (laughs) (laughs) well i think i would avoid trying to vote on the issues again it's like i would just see the people in charge yeah in light in love and light love and light and truth Uh uh-huh now in terms of the handguns i'm sure people have opinions all over the place i have opinions 
I may not have the absolute truth in terms of my vision, but it seems to me that if people didn't have the guns, it'd be harder to have a school shooting. Yeah. Yeah, I guess to me, it seems like a lot of these issues, nobody's going to know the absolute truth. They may not. But if you're generating that, there's going to be love and light around the people making the decisions. There's going to be love and light around they're conscious and they pay attention to what they're doing. They're not reacting out of fear, anxiety, anger, desperation. Mm -hmm. They come to the present moment where the most prevalent feeling is joy. Mm -hmm. So I imagine a lot of these people that are going to go out and murder someone else, they're not going to be particularly spiritual, enlightened people, and they're going to be filled with a lot of darkness. So how much light does it take to generate? Well, that's an unknown. I mean, I have, I have had people that I was trying to help heal that took a long time and then they healed. I had other people that wanted to heal and it literally took two minutes Mm. and they healed. And that's the thing we don't know when we think that this person who's running the country or this person that's running the military or whatever they're doing, that they are just this dark and evil person. Then we are projecting you are a dark and evil person at them Mm -hmm. when maybe they just need like, you know, they're on the fence and they just need like one day of bright light and Mm -hmm. and they'll say wait a minute i'm gonna go do this differently i think that we can get to the point actually i know this i know that we can get to the point where there's certain things we'll just say this is unacceptable and one person will say it and another person and pretty soon everyone's gonna say this is unacceptable yeah i mean i think there's a lot of things going on that there's A lot of people screaming, this is unacceptable, but it's like, okay, but it's unacceptable. What's the solution? Right. But they're screaming it's unacceptable and there's these dark people and they're blah, blah, blah. The change that I would like to see happen and that I'm working on having happen is we're going to produce light so that those people come to know that this is not the choice. So they look into the mirror and they go, what? put down that handgun. I'm not going to shoot anybody today Mm -hmm. that they get on a very energetic level that I'm now living in a level of light and consciousness where those things don't happen. And is that just the general thought that most of us should be projecting out? I'm surrounding, I'm surrounding the world with love and light where bad things don't happen. Well, what if everybody was? Yeah. Like thoughts attract like thoughts. Two thoughts will come to each other and attract to each other. 20 thoughts begin to make a thought form. That thought form can become then like almost like a cloud that can cover a city or a country or the world. Mm -hmm. So the idea is to generate the thought of peace, love, and light and put that out there. Whenever you feel anxiety, I'm going to choose in this moment to focus on the positive, focus on light, focus on seeing my world leaders becoming enlightened. That's what enlightenment means to be in light. Mm-hmm. And, and when you're enlightened, you're in the present moment. So they're not going to look at the long past and say, they killed us. We killed them. They killed us. We killed them. Oh, whose turn is it? Mm -hmm. Instead, they're like, whoa, right now is not a good time to do that. As we generate this positive thought form and incrementally bit by bit, different people will feel it and they'll have these 
maybe they'll like slip into this time of however short or long it is of being centered and being in bliss, then there's the possibility that they'll see the difference. They'll suddenly say, whoa, now I have this different perspective and I think I want to spend more time there. The thing that is the most effective is that you change their energy enough that for a short time, a day or two or five or 20 minutes, they suddenly let go of the dark thought form around them and they experience this sense of light and love and hopefulness that they just didn't know existed. And that happens because of the healer is producing this energy or channeling this energy from the angels and, and they shift into a different perspective. And when they see that different perspective, then all of a sudden they choose healing. For the first time, they really choose it. They stop seeing themselves totally as a victim and they begin to go, well, I actually can heal. Mm -hmm. And because they can actually experience that, and then once they have that experience, like they sell the, like they say, the bell has been struck, mm -hmm. then they begin to act differently. Mm -hmm. So in a way, what we're trying to do is to produce that healing light on a larger, more extensive level so that many, many people are going to experience this. Mm -hmm. uh, and if it's overwhelming for people to think of the world that way, then just think of your neighborhood that way or your city or the state you live in or the region. Whatever cause or area you might be passionate about. Yes, whatever it is, more light. Because it doesn't matter if maybe uh, you, know, you want to end handguns, you're producing more light. Light doesn't just go to the doorstep of the person you say. It's, it's expansive. So the more you're extending it out, no matter where you're extending it out to, that's going to be powerful. And white light, gold light, aquamarine light, all these healing colors, they are literally like a 10,000 watt candle and people that would kill someone or hurt someone or shoot somebody or do something horrible to the environment. These people are like a little paper match. That's just a tiny bit of flame left on it. Mm -hmm. So the people that are expansive and can visualize light, it doesn't have to be half and half. We don't have to get half the people in the world doing it. We only need to get about 10%. Mm -hmm. It expands. Yeah, is this something you've actually seen with your psychic vision? Is these lights going out and coming back? Yes, I do see light ex expand. I think in some ways, I, I feel it and hear it more than I see it. It's, mm -hmm. You can't really watch a beam of light go to the end of the universe and come back. I mean, not that easily. I haven't been able to. Okay, let's put it that way. <laughs> but um, like, I don't know, you see some pretty incredible things being like, show me so-and-so's light energy body from thousands of miles away. I was just curious. But very recently I've had, I've had three different people tell me that one person actually called me and said, I saw this huge light. And when I traced it, it came back to you and people you were working with on the astral. And one of the things that I meditate on and I'm working on is expanding light, connecting it to other people with light, make a light network to try to change the consciousness on this planet. Mm -hmm. So, now I'm getting feedback that says that's working, mm -hmm. 
which is good. That's what I that's what I want to see. So you're trying to expand your physical light network. Yes. Well, it's physical and it's tangible. Thoughts are things. Thoughts are really but much more tangible than people realize. Mm -hmm. Everything you do starts with a thought form. Mm -hmm. Have you ever gotten up and made a cake without thinking about it? It all starts with thoughts. It all starts with, oh, I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. You put that out and that helps you to materialize. And that's where I like to play devil's advocate of like, does the sleepwalker know that they're making a cake if they're sleeping? <laughs> the sleepwalker know that they're making a cake. I don't know. <laughs> I do remember a person that was making a cake. They had a box. They had a cake mix. And I walked up to see how it was going. And they had this bowl with egg and water in it. And they said to me, when will it turn chocolate? Yeah. Because it hadn't actually said on the box, you have to put the cake mix in, in the with the egg eggs and the water. Mm -hmm. So there's levels of consciousness. Yes. I think we all are aware of that to some degree. Right. And generally highly developed psychic people have a higher level of consciousness. Okay. And when they expand that in a loving way, they have a lot of power and they have a lot of power to change the world, the power with the ability to change the world. But at the same time, what I've said to many people, when I've done readings, psychic people, people can muck up more powerfully also. So if you have somebody that's very psychic and they're just saying, well, this world is just screwed. It's terrible. We're going to die. We won't last 10 years. That's all what they're putting out with their energy, with their ability to really expand and emote energy mm -hmm. and feeling. They're putting that out. Then that will sink us faster than anything. Mm -hmm. So... I want the conscious people to be conscious and use the ability of the love and light that they have in a way that's going to make a tangible difference. Mm -hmm. I've done a lot of work with groups and I do a lot of work with individuals on the phone. And when I do healings, I am just seeing them in light. And at the end of a session, they'll say, wow, I feel better. I feel calmer. They'll send me emails saying I slept better last night than I have in years. And the light will repel the darkness. The light is stronger than the darkness by far and will make a change. If changing the world is too daunting, what if everyone just decided to focus on one person that they feel are dark or angry or something or in power i guess or in power and just mm -hmm. focus on that one person okay i can't do the world and i can't do the world leaders but there's this one person yeah that is mean or is you know violent or they're angry or whatever they're doing and i always think they're wounded they're a wounded person yeah hurt people hurt people right so, okay, I can't do, I don't feel that I can do the world or the town or the state of California. Yeah. So I'm going to just work on that one person. The mayor. <laughs> Which, whatever. That doesn't even have to be a political person. It could be a person at your work. It could be a person uh, that's one of the teachers at your kid's school or whatever. And I'm just going to see that person in love and light. Yeah. So I know for me, seeing the reef in the shape that it was, I came back wanting to learn and absorb more knowledge to figure out ways that I could help, help raise consciousness, do something with my own personal habits. But basically I'm in this phase of wanting to absorb a lot of knowledge. So we watched that documentary called chasing coral it's an older one at this point so their statistics were from like 2017 but 
I learned a lot about coral, one of them being the fact that they are a living being and the corals are dying off due to global warming. So is that something we can surround? Like we want to protect the reefs. Can we surround the reefs with love and light for them to have more resilience to heat or something like that? Well, let's look at it this way. If you did, let's say you just said, okay, I'm going to just send love and light to the reef and to the fishes. Lots and lots of love and light. Okay. What that would do is on, on the psychic level, on the other dimensional level, it's going to make that lighter and brighter. Mm -hmm. And therefore it's going to affect people's consciousness because they're going to suddenly be conscious about this source of light, bright energy. Mm -hmm. which might then cause people to go, whoa, I didn't even know about this. I've got to do something. What can I do? No, I, I know there's one option and a lot of people wouldn't like it, but we could stop raising cattle. Yeah. Yeah. If we stop raising cattle, it would change global warming. Yeah. I mean, that was one of the other documentaries that I watched recently. And it was the statistic saying that, think just within the u.s itself the methane gas produced from you know mass producing beef essentially was the cause for 70 percent of the entire world's carbon emissions mm -hmm. so we're sending all this light to the reef and when people say wow i get it i'm never gonna eat beef again yeah go vegan no <laughs> Well, even if you're not vegan, but yeah, I mean, maybe, maybe we're at a point where that has to be. Yeah. You know, there are people that have to live on rice and beans alone. Yeah. Sometimes they don't even have both and, and they can still have happy lives. We've lived in a kind of ultra high consuming way. Yeah. But we can have happy lives without having to destroy our planet in order to do it yeah i think for me it's really hard to to see that change on a world level of which it's going to make a difference now like from this chasing coral they were saying that if they take all of the estimates of the projected temperature scale models for the planet over the years then by well, in 24 years from 2017, they said that all of the reefs would be dead because the temperature of the planet would get too high to sustain the life from what they're currently seeing with the mass bleaching events of when those summers do get too hot. Just a few years ago, the temperature got so hot that it killed all the clams. Yeah. And up in uh, the Pacific Northwest. Yeah, so it's hard for me to see enough people changing that they're that the consumerism is going to change, that the people that are making so much money off of beef and selling steaks and hamburgers are going to stop producing these methane gases. Possibly, but if people really consciously suddenly became aware of the reef and became aware of the fact that if the reef dies, there's going to be a major change in the amount of oxygen available on the planet. Yeah. That alone's going to make things hotter. And that one option, okay, I want to breathe. I want to have the, ox the ocean producing oxygen. What can I give up? Hmm. Okay. Cows. Mm -hmm. Now, is it so important to eat a T-bone? that you're going to eliminate the possibility of your children mm -hmm. uh, surviving for 50 years. Mm -hmm. And you begin to look at it that way and you go, okay, I'm willing to make that change. But we have to get people to have the consciousness. Yeah. So to have the consciousness, you have to produce a positive thought form that brings people into the light. Yeah. Yeah, it's, I mean, changing people's opinions and ideas is is a really interesting thing to me because, you know, one of the times that I went up to visit a friend in Seattle, she um, 
liked only the taste of bottled water. And I asked her while I was there just because I saw all these plastic bottles in her refrigerator. And I was like, okay, like here's maybe one household that I can get to buy a, a recycled water bottle and just, re you know, get a filter and refill your water bottle. She's like, no, I recycle. So my habits are okay because I'm doing the thing that I'm supposed to be doing. So even some people that know better, I still feel like create a world where they're like, this is enough and I'm doing what I can. Okay. You know? Okay. I, I get that. I get that. But what if that person's, let's say that person's level of light was like light gray. Yeah. And then you send them more and more white light and all of a sudden she's completely into a place of seeing the truth. Yeah. And then she looks at the circumstances and said, hmm, I need to make a change. I know in my life, I, I was vegan for many, many years, 27 years. And now I'm seeing that, and I did it for different reasons at that time. Mm -hmm. But now I'm actually seeing that this is for me, a choice for the planet. Mm -hmm. And I can easily give up those things that would contribute to killing the planet. Mm -hmm. We don't have to necessarily change people's mind. We need to encourage a change in consciousness. Mm -hmm. When someone becomes more conscious, it's like they step out of the cloud and they see the circumstances around them and they will make the right choice. If you're in the light, you don't choose to kill anybody. You don't choose to damage the planet. The more we produce light, the more people will say, whoa, whoa, I can really see that there can be a difference and we have to make that difference. Mm -hmm. So this is important and it's important to do it now. If you feel you can't do anything, well, what can I do? I can spend 20 minutes a day, 10 minutes in the morning, 10 minutes at night, mm -hmm. generating light and love and seeing in my mind's eye that people are choosing for health and love and light and a vibrant planet, less pollution, living wreaths. Mm -hmm. And the more we see that, that, consciousness becomes stronger and stronger and more and more people will pick up and join it and it'll create a, a wave like a thought wave that can cover the planet and change things mm -hmm. because unconsciousness does not translate into positive action what do you mean but if somebody's just going to work and coming home and playing on their Game Boy and then going to sleep on their Game Boy. That hasn't existed for like 20 years. <laughs> okay. If somebody's just doing their nine to five. If the, somebody's just doing their nine to five and not really paying attention to anything. And just in survival mode. Yeah. They, then that's not going to make things better. Yeah. Being neutral is not going to make things better. Yeah. I think we're at a time where I know we're at a time where you need to choose. I'm going to be a warrior for light or I'm going to be on the negative side. There really isn't a hover anymore. Yeah. And do you think by not making a choice, you're making a choice? Because I know when I go up to the States and I visit my friends up there, they are too busy in survival mode to, to have enough energy to think at the end of the day. They're not necessarily generating light, but maybe they're not necessarily generating hate either. They're just going through their day trying to survive. Right. And there are a lot of people that are doing that. And what, what, what is important is that we choose to be workers of light. We choose to. This is my question. By them going throughout their day and not thinking about one or the other, are they making an unconscious choice towards one or the other? Yes, they're making an unconscious choice towards darkness mm -hmm. because 
it's more prevalent right now. And if you're doing nothing to change that, you're okay with the status quo. Maybe you're not okay, but you just don't want to exert the energy or don't know how to exert the energy to do it any differently, then you're certainly not generating the light to change it. However, if that person that is just going through their day starts to receive light and, and experience more light, they shouldn't be too hard to move into a place of dynamic change because they're not really a dark person. Mm -hmm. They're just neutral. Yeah. So uh, maybe we, it'll take a little longer to convert a mass murderer, but somebody that's just neutral, trying to be a good mother and trying to survive and pay their bills, it won't take a tremendous amount of light before they go wake up and say, Whoa, you know, I think we need to do something a little different here. Mm -hmm. And I'm hoping for some people to wake up to the point they say, killing people, mass shootings are unacceptable and we're going to do whatever it takes to stop that. Having women raped and not doing anything about it is unacceptable. Having men beating up other men is unacceptable. Doing things like this, selling drugs that completely destroy your mind on the street is unacceptable and get a place in the world where we make these choices because we're in a level of consciousness that we understand that this is necessary and you have to have a person be able to experience like a global helping scale because you're saying like if you feel like you can't i don't know if you're too angry about a situation worldwide start smaller okay so at home what you can do okay you look in the mirror and you say okay i am now going to be on the side of light love and light and expanding con consciousness for the health of my family neighborhood and planet mm -hmm. okay first thing what can i do stop thinking angry negative awful thoughts about anybody mm -hmm. i mean stop the flow of darkness basically stop thinking i hate that person i you know that yeah. person's evil whatever stop doing that consciously start to monitor your thoughts and choose not to do that mm -hmm. that's a big one for a lot of people but it's important then second generate a little bit of light every day if you're not doing it at all then spend five minutes or ten minutes saying okay i'm just going to light up i'm going to see the world in light love light um if you have a particular religion you want to see it light coming from the, the divine in your religion mm -hmm. and going to the world and making the world a better place mm -hmm. however you want to visualize it just see it as beautiful and enlightening and instructive in terms of helping people to do the right thing mm -hmm. but actually generate it see it like a cloud coming out of your mind in beautiful light and it's going to go to my neighborhood my friend my neighbor whatever and i'm going to spend some time mm -hmm. and then try to be willing to come to a place of consciousness that you make choices in your life even if they're small ones stop drinking out of plastic bottles mm -hmm. yeah i mean we did uh, a pickup dive while i was there and we pulled 179 pounds of trash out of the ocean and then for the purpose of this dive we also catalog the items that are have been thrown and guarded one of the weirdest things was we found an entire washing machine and an x-ray but like the most common items were those single-use plastic items so that created that is a majority of what the trash that we picked up is is your plastic knives your forks your spoons your plastic plates and your coke uh bottles so it sounds to me like if i'm seeing this accurately in about a 
probably less than one hour dive, you picked up yeah. more than your body weight. Yeah. In trash. Yeah, it was a group of us, but yeah. Yeah. Uh, that's a lot. Yeah. So that's one way to, to go about changing things, start to change. I have four goals to produce more light, to help eliminate suffering, to do random acts of kindness, and to change consciousness in the world. That's my four goals. Every day I do produce light. Mm -hmm. I consciously do. Every day I help to alleviate suffering. I work with people and I make dynamic change in their life. Mm -hmm. If not every day, almost every single day, I look around and I see who in the neighborhood can benefit by some kindness in, that they maybe aren't getting. I noticed that when I'm driving to town, there's this little man that is just kind of hunched down in the dirt every day, um, just sitting there, not necessarily trying to attract any attention. But I think, I don't know, I think in my mind, maybe someone doesn't want him in the house or something, and he just goes and sits on the dirt road for a few hours and then goes back to wherever. So now once in a while I stop and I give him a hundred pesos and he's always like, thank you, bless you. Thank you. You know, he's very polite and he's very nice. Well, a little act of kindness. And then I try to get the message out. Let's change the consciousness in the world mm -hmm. because we can save it. Well, here's one step closer to changing that consciousness. If you like this episode, share it to others that might like the message. Get the word out there. Comment. Engage with us. Tell us what you think. Let's all become light workers and change the world. Let's do it. Until next time. Okay.